Welcome to Sports Talk on the Tiny Shutter Podcast. <laughs> Where we talk about sports, even though we have no idea what the heck we're talking about. Oh, we should. If we ever did that, we should have Mark on for sure. Oh. <laughs> talk about the Boston, the 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 pink hats. Oh. That way he could he could just be like, yeah, sports ball. <laughs> Go team. <laughs> oh man. Sports ball. <laughs> That's awesome. This is episode 261 on July 12th, 2018. Set your photo apps down, iPhone photographers. It's time for Tiny Shutter Podcast. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Tiny Shutter Podcast, where we talk about iPhone photography and other things. I'm Joseph Ferreira. I'm Dave Podner. I'm Greg McMillan. And I'm Matt Hoffman. Greetings, gentlemen, and uh, welcome back myself and Greg. And Dave. No, Dave. Dave. (laughs) Greg's not here, man. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Awesome. We're we're starting off on the right foot. Uh, (laughs) Both of them. Both of them. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Yeah, last week, uh, Greg and Matt had the reins, and you guys did pretty cool pretty awesome and uh we appreciate that so uh let's go around the table and see how everybody's doing let's start with you Dave. doing pretty good this week um did some had a chance to and fortunately missed last week so i wasn't able to talk about but we were able to go out on july 4th to a local park and get some nice photos going along there but and I'll I'll pick up the uh, the Greg talk this week. It was too stinking hot to be outside for that long uh, that mm. week. So we kind of cut that short and went to a pool um, because it was literally too stinking hard even just to walk around a um, a park without you know not really enjoying it because it was so warm. And one thing that was kind of neat, photography related, was I was able to snap someone mid air. Uh, jumping off a diving board. And nice. this is still, I think that we all experience, this is one limitation. If you're in bright sun, it's still a bit of a pain to view the screen. No matter how good the screens get, I know, you know, physical limitation. But just dumb luck, I was able to hit it. And she she looks like she's kind of floating midair, getting ready to take off in flight almost. It's still when she was like, wow. it, it's kind of, you know, going off the diving board when you're still on, you're getting near the top of the curve before you come back down. And the way she's looking, she looks like she's almost kind of stepping off and going forward. And it was kind of a, just a a partially lucky picture, just the way it came off. But yeah, other than that, um, Oh yeah. when you guys were talking about last week about uh, enjoying the rain and the storms and such, um, we had some pretty torrential downpours last week just right before that um the type that you would look at and i know it seems like we're having them almost every week but it was pretty bad i mean we survived without any major damage or issue but it was one of those things going on but other than that just trying to enjoy summer and every time i think to myself it's kind of warm outside i kind of remember i try to remember winter and think (laughs) shut up (laughs) that's right (laughs) oh very cool how are you doing greg not bad not bad at all uh been a quiet week for me really um uh you know i took a few pictures here and there of uh some things and you know just uh uh just trying to look through what i took now and you know we have this um it's a house plant it's called the hoya plant and this thing only flowers about once every seven years, I think. And it is flowering right now. So um, the, the, when the flowers bloom, they come out kind of like in stages. Uh, yesterday, I, I took a few pictures of, of them, and, and it's like they were still closed. But they almost look like a wax. They have a waxy finish to it. And then today, they opened up. And my wife beat me to the punch with getting them on Instagram. So I'll, I'll probably 
take some macro pictures of them tomorrow and, and post a couple of them. But they're really cool. But the only thing is, is they really have a bad odor when they're in bloom like that. I was going to say, do they stink? Yeah, they do. Like, it's like I don't even know how to describe it, but they, they have this really real foul smell to them. But but they're really cool. I mean, this this thing just sits there for years. You know, the the leaves have a like a waxy texture to them as well, um, and they're like a deep green. But then the, when the flowers come up once once every seven years, uh, this is the third time I think I've seen them bloom since we've had them, and uh, it's pretty cool. So I, I got a few macro shots of of the of the blooms on that, and then. Other than that, just a few pictures of our things around town. You know, every time we take the dogs for a walk down to the park, I like to take my phone and put my lenses in my pocket and see what I can get. But, but yeah, I mean, I've been sitting here waiting and waiting and waiting to get some clouds for our weekly challenge. And today we had overcast skies, but nothing, nothing picture worthy. So, but it's been just sunny. Sunny weather all the time. Our lawns are brown, um, unless you water them. But it's just been so dry. It's just like California here. So nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, if, if you like brown lawns, I guess yeah. But I mean, it's <laughs> it's nice to have the nice weather. But we could sure use some rain. So, yeah. Well, speaking of speaking of sunny, Matt, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm. Uh, <laughs> Our I little am, ray of sunshine. Uh, oh man, <laughs> I'm doing so good. There's like rainbows shooting out just everywhere. It's amazing. <laughs> everywhere? Yeah. yeah, everywhere. Yep. Oh, yep. Even when it's dark out, it's crazy. <laughs> um, hey, so I just want to start off by apologizing to our listeners for my my absolutely terrible audio last week. I uh Oh. No, I I need to. It that <laughs> okay. that sounded terrible. I'm really sorry. Uh, I didn't realize there was a setting in the recording uh app that we used that was not set right. And um honestly, it's Greg's fault, but I'm really sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I thought you sounded all right, but I don't know. I could be going deaf. <clears throat> it is <laughs> possible. In a loud environment. Hey. <laughs> um. So I, I I did make good on my um. Wasn't really a promise, but I I think on the last episode I was talking about uh, fireworks and was talking about those apps that I saw in the in the uh, app store. And I mentioned that one called Kira Kira plus that was super excited about that added like a sparkle effect kind of to like highlights in a video. Um, so we did end up going to fireworks and we got like reasonably close uh, to where they were setting them off. So I was able to shoot video and uh, kind of have it fill the frame more or less. And, you know, I downloaded that app and played around with it, and it's a lot of fun. It's I didn't make like the best video. Um, I don't know. I think I I got like a little bored with it, I guess. So I just made the video in the with GoPros Quick app, which is like actually a really sweet app for like making a video real fast. And actually, just this week they had an update that kind of gives you even like more control over like trimming and some other uh, things in the app they've added like more music and stuff like that that you could add to your video which is cool but that uh kira kira plus is really fun um if you haven't seen what it is you know head to the app store and check it out or or just uh go to my instagram uh or igtv rather and uh check out the video i put up on it oh, what'd you guys think of it did you see it I just bought it. I don't mean, what'd you think of the app? I mean, what'd you think of the video? <laughs> Actually, I didn't notice that you put it up yet, so I'm going to go and check it out oh. right now. Hey, you commented on it, Greg. <laughs> I did? Yes. Oh, I've got, got a great memory, but it's freaking short. <laughs> <laughs> I look at so much stuff, I don't know. 
Okay, that's all right. It, <laughs> it was it was fun. It, it I think it was pretty cool. You know, I showed it to some people and they thought that the you know it was pretty neat. So, and it has like some. Um, you know, you can't tell this from watching like the little promo video in iTunes or whatever, but it has like different effects. So like whatever effect it's on when you open the app and load a video into it, you could actually like just swipe um, left or right. And, and it's got like a different effect. They're all, you know, like a sparkle twinkle kind of thing more or less, but they're, they're different. And uh, so that's kind of neat. So, you know, I just kept swiping and watching the same video clip like a thousand times to see like which effect looked the best. But uh, it was pretty cool. You know, I had a lot of fun with that. That's really like, Very cool. yeah, that's pretty much like the bulk of, of what I did this past week. I mean, there was like some other photography too. We did a uh, hike, went hiking and um i took some other pictures when i was out and about this week of like flowers and sunsets and a fish that i caught when i was fishing the other day (laughs) yeah so was the um that app you did on your fireworks on the igtv i posted the video on igtv yes video yep okay yep i see it cool that's awesome yeah it's fun something different very cool. Yeah, I um I'm getting ready to go on a trip to the Ozarks and uh so I'm hoping to have some fun uh, videos and uh let's see here, images of uh, a bunch of guys dressed up in like uh pre-19 uh, no 19 pre yeah Pre-1999 dress. Oh, uh, sorry. Um, uh, 1860s um, period type uh, uh, clothing and uh, uh, tents and, and all sorts of stuff. So I, I have what's called National Rendezvous coming up. And I'm going to be driving 16 hours to the Ozarks of Missouri. And going to be with, I don't know how many, probably about a one to 2000 other guys. So, wow. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, so this, this camp happens every four years and, uh, and yet um, somehow it feels like you go every year. (laughs) (laughs) Well, two years ago, uh, actually this is going to be my very first rendezvous. Uh, two years ago, I went to what's called national camperama and, uh, we get about 5,000 campers and um, that's every four years also. So sort of like how the Olympics are, we get, um, you know, Camperama every four years, but then two years later is, is rendezvous. And then it goes, you know, comes back in another four years. So it's sort of like the uh, summer Olympics, winter Olympics type deal. So, and just like the Olympics, the best camper gets a gold medal. (laughs) <laughs> yeah <laughs> maybe <laughs> you know it's funny because i'm already i'm already you know chewed up by chiggers and i haven't even gotten there yet so uh, <laughs> if you don't know what chiggers are they're just like little they're the best bugs you can't see that yeah they they're a pain so <laughs> well cool all right let's uh let's go ahead and uh we're going to move into our, uh, see, I'll do the app jingle for, uh, for this section. We're going to continue uh, from last week and talk about some of our favorite and or most used apps. What did you say, Matt, we were going to call it? Uh, ask Dave. Or, he's, or, he's, he had a, yeah. a certain oh, way of wording hold it. On, hold on, let me get it Dave. here. Yeah. Jacob, uh, uh, apps that we rely on. Yeah, apps that we rely on. Oh, okay. Well, apps that we it's rely that on. It's simple go. to put the app right on the phone. Ah, <laughs> All right, Dave, why don't you go ahead and uh, take the lead sure, on this? Sure, and the reason why I was kind of thinking about apps that we can rely on, and you guys talked about last week, it was this past week was the 10-year uh, anniversary of the App Store. 
um, proof that Apple actually does change its mind because they didn't want an app store in the beginning. If you can think back, if, if you remember from that far, they wanted everyone to use web apps um, as the apps for whatever you're going to do on your iPhone. So there wasn't even an app store the first year. That's why we're a year a year after the uh, ten year anniversary with the iPhone for the App Store, and they oh god, and they came it. out with an amazing five hundred apps. <laughs> and wait, they well, came out when they released or... the App Store. There were five hundred apps. Oh yeah, there oh, was a okay. total of five hundred <laughs> apps you could choose from. Now Ooh. I don't know if you guys, <laughs> when you had cell phones before the iPhone, remember the apps you could purchase. I avoided well that that also yes <laughs> they were horrible yes yes <laughs> they were horrible they were part they were pricey especially for the time yeah um, they were buggy I mean I know we all complain about apps don't work that don't work 100% right or cause issues but the apps that were from let's say the we want to go back singular or the um, uh, Verizon uh, App Store, which good luck even trying to find it or purchase anything from it or anything else. It was just a giant pain in the butt. And the App Store just completely, I think, changed everything and really extended out the power of a device where you could easily now say, oh, I have a phone that is two years old and it's still usable and I can still add features to it. Where before yeah. you were kind of stuck with whatever you purchased. So my thought was not just, be, I would say apps that are your everyday go-to apps. Because I mean, I know I have um, a ton of apps on my phone. Things that I download for trying things or apps that I use. Obviously, create apps or apps that... There's one thing I like what the app does, but it isn't necessarily something I use every day. But it's nice to have it in the bag of goodies there. But apps that are like, okay, every day I'm probably going to use this app to take a picture. Or if it's one of those apps that I really, really heavily rely on to get decent photos out. Yeah, I, I, I think, you know, for me... I have, I always go to this one, it's Snapseed. Whenever I'm going to do anything with an image, it's always straight to Snapseed. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm like the, I don't know. I don't venture off into other things. You know, once I've found something I like, I'm, you know, probably too loyal or lazy. Um, but, uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I love Snapseed and I keep I keep going back to it and I think it's because of the muscle yeah. memory. Yeah, and I think that when Snapseed had its big update a few years ago, I think that messed everyone up too because when I I I still use it a lot, but when they had that major changeover, it was like, oh, I'm going to have to relearn everything. You know, it's like yeah. I know how to do certain things in certain ways. And I'm like you said, you're comfortable with it, and you're used to know how to do things. All of a sudden, it's like, oh yeah, relearn that. <laughs> and it's like I don't like doing that. <laughs> but I would say for me, the ones that I use almost on a daily basis, um, outside of the default apps, you know, the default camera app, the, and I would say the the Apple has has made at least in iOS 11 made the editing the built-in editing in the Photos app better. It's gotten very, very, I don't want to say useful, but uh, good enough where for me, I have to do, it has to be something special for me to go into another app to work on it. But if it's only like a minor tweak, uh-huh. it's gotten good enough for me where I can tweak, do some minor tweaks and it it makes a little bit, it makes a difference and it makes it look nicer or more realistic if I'm going for that without having to bust open another app too. But I would say the ones that I rely on um, are Camera Plus, now Camera Plus 2, mainly for the macro. 
having that macro mode built in without having to use hardware, that is especially for flower photography or nature photography. Um, one of the apps, one of the photos I posted was an up close part of a tree where a branch, I guess, was coming off at one time and fell off, but you had kind of the jagged remains there. And doing that mm-hmm. in um, macro mode just really brought out the detail. And just having Camera Plus, even though I don't use the editing that much in Camera Plus 2, um, I did use it for the tilt shift because I, I do like how they handle their tilt shift. But uh, just macro mode and having it having the stabilizer in there, I really like. So, you know, generally, if I'm taking a photo that it, I want to make sure I'm absolute, it's absolutely still or something that isn't just, oh, here's something neat. I want to take a quick picture because the scene may be leaving quickly. I generally go with camera plus two for just for, for taking a picture like that. And I would, I would say the other two that I really rely on similar to you and Snapseed is me and in light. And I got to thank Matt for that because Listening when I was a listener to the podcast is when Matt mentioned in light and how much he used it. That's when I started to use it, and I really like in light. It's powerful enough without being, at least for me, overly complicated. Yeah, which is I'm glad I could help. Nice. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the third one, it's kind of weird. It's Google Photos, uh, mainly because I can delete. I can I have it set up to automatically upload photos to Google Photos. So if I delete them from the camera roll, they're still on Google Photos. Uh, so I have a lot more photos and a lot older photos in Google Photos. And the search, at least until I go to iOS 12 later this year, the search is still better for me in Google Photos. And it's it can do the compound search and do things a little bit easier to find really old pictures. Um, yeah, I think I have like 9,000 photos on the device and I don't know how many in Google photos, but, and I know this is the different, you know, the different models in terms of business models, but you know, Google photos has, I think it's, I don't know what the terminology they use. They have two different resolutions, but the base resolution, which seems to be good enough is unlimited storage. Unlike the unlike okay. you know Apple, where I'm already paying to step up to do the uh, backup in iCloud, and I don't really want to have to. I mean, one thing to say, yeah, I'm willing to pay either 99 cents or 2.99 a month, which isn't a horrible amount, but I don't want to step up to 10 dollars a month. <laughs> right. So that's always I would say those three are the ones that I kind of rely on more than any others for photography. Very cool. Uh, let's see here. The only other app that I tend to go to, uh, actually this here, let me look real quick. Cause there's one, two. Okay. Um, office lens is one that I go to a lot. I use that actually the other day. Um, and this is the, the app that can auto magically crop or, Let's say you have a a picture or a piece of paper that you need to take a picture of. Um, you don't have to be directly over it to get it square. It'll kind of crop it naturally and then spread it out and make it look, for the most part, natural. Um, it, it can be good, especially if you're wanting to... I guess, eliminate glare or uh, for some reason you couldn't stand directly in front of it. You know, if if something's behind glass, you know, you'll see yourself taking a picture of it. So, but if you look off to the side and you, uh, you know, you eliminate the, the, the glare that the glass has, you can actually get a pretty good image. Um, And it's great for documents and and other stuff, but uh, that one, and then one other, uh, so that's that's by Microsoft. It's called Office Lens, and then one other one is called Squaready, S S Q U A R E A D Y, and this was huge for me when I was uh, wanting to post a 
um, a a full like vertical or horizontal image on Instagram when Instagram was just doing the square images. Uh, I could add either on the top or on the sides uh, a color or some sort of you know uh, buffer so that the image like I could give a full uh, two by th- is it two by three or four by five I think it's two by three um, image without it being squared off so it was a it was it was a great little app to be able to throw something in and not only that but it allowed me to choose the resolution or the the size of the image that I wanted to to keep so if it was Instagram I could um, you know, choose a lower resolution or a higher resolution, depending on how I felt about the image. Um, and so, yeah, those, those were basically the ones that, you know, I went for was, you know, Snapseed, Office Lens, and Square Eddy. What about you, Matt? So... I just have a question for you. Is Square Ready still an app that you rely on? Um, I use it more for... Uh, okay, so... Not having a... Uh, sort of like Photoshop or um, Illustrator on my phone sometimes. Uh, I can add like Shadow to the image to make it stand up off of the grid, like off of the paper. Uh, it has a few little fu- uh, uh, features that I can use if I wanted to say, add a little pop or three dimension to the image that I'm creating. Uh, it's, I mean, it, it sits there. It's always my number one in that folder. And, you know, I don't always post everything that, that I do, but I play, play with it a lot and so you can add shadow or some, or you know just do different uh color textures let you know sometimes if you uh if you're doing something like uh working on a website and you need a white image okay well so sometimes scouring the web you know you you don't have time to say i need a white image and then copy it and then i just create it myself i use square ready for that so it's not particularly always for my photography, but a lot of my web design stuff, I, I actually use it. Right on. I just, I totally forgot about that, that app. And I, I used to use it all the time. Um, yeah. Like, especially back before, you know, Instagram allowed you to post anything, but square. Um, I used yeah. to use it all the time to kind of get around that or whatever, but ever since they kind of opened up, um, you know, to being able to post, uh, you know, other formats or whatever, I haven't touched Square Ready. <laughs> so the tricky thing here is the word rely, right? Because um, there's, a, there's a lot of apps that I rely on, but not really for photography, you know, like I have apps that I rely on for work, um, lots of apps for, for that, just, you know, different, you know, boring stuff like different Microsoft apps. And, you know, I have a sales job. I drive around a lot. I rely on Google Maps a lot. Um, but from a photography standpoint, you know, that that word really made me think like what you know, there's apps I like, like, you know, that Greg and I talked about last week, you know, and light and polar and uh, whatever else I mentioned last week, Instagram and stuff. But, you know, what do I really rely on? So the first one that I'll mention, we, we did talk about last week, but I have to say that I kind of do rely on it now because I have it in my home row. I use it all the time and that's Halide, the camera app. Um, I just feel really comfortable in that app. I feel like it, it gives me a, a really great raw file because I do like shooting in raw. And um, I just always get, you know, a really good result with that with that app. Um, and, and we, you know, 
Greg and I talked about this app kind of at length last week, so I'm not going to go into uh, too much more detail on that one. Um, so I started thinking, like, what what else do I rely on? And um, one of the apps that I've been relying on quite a bit for maybe, I don't know, a year or so now, and and it's kind of along the same vein as uh, Dave mentioning Google Photos, but the, for me, it's uh, Amazon Prime Photos. You know, it, it to me, it's it's um, really important to have that backup. You know, that's you know, once I have all these pictures on my phone, if something were to happen to my phone, I want those pictures to be somewhere else so I don't lose them. And being that I'm already an Amazon Prime. Uh, subscriber, uh, I feel like it's a really nice perk, you know, to have a way to back up my photos through Amazon Prime. And it's really simple, you know, just, I don't know, every so often, every couple weeks or whatever, all I do is open the app and it just automatically syncs all the pictures to a, you know, an Amazon server or whatever. And, um, you know, there's a little bit of control where you could create albums and stuff like that but generally i don't do that i kind of know if i'm looking for a picture i sort of know about when i took it and it's just real easy to search by date and um that's generally uh what i do with that but you know i have thousands and thousands of pictures you know backed up with amazon prime photos so that that's something that i definitely rely on because um i'll be honest with you i think probably like most people i don't really have a good backup uh solution so for now i for now i'm relying on amazon prime to help me out in that department and I think that's something we're going to have to research and 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 have a show on because it's important. Oh yeah, for sure, it definitely is. Um, for me, it's really my deal is just more of a um, computer situation, just kind of not up to date computer, and and it's really kind of a pain in the butt to plug my phone into it and have like anything productive happen in a short amount of time so yeah (laughs) like the fact that i could even do this podcast is quite amazing um (laughs) so so i'll mention just one more real quick that i I rely on and i've come to rely on this kind of like over the last year or so too and this is really more out of um, pure laziness than anything else but um I, i don't know if any of you guys are like me like you know, I love sharing my pictures, but sometimes it really feels like a chore to post to Instagram. Uh-huh. It just really does. Like, especially like when, when you start getting like really into it and then you feel like there's an expect, I don't know, this is probably just me, but sometimes I feel like I, there's an expectation for me to post. And I'm just like, man, I, you know, I have pictures to post, but I don't really want to do that right now. So I'm like, how can I make this like a quicker thing to do? And the part of it that's really like the most tedious in my opinion is hashtagging, but it's also like the most important part too, because to me, that's, that's how people are going to find your picture and how they're going to see it. Um, so, so I want to have good hashtags so that people see the picture. Otherwise, what's the point of posting it? And for me, I've been relying on an app called focal mark, um, to help me generate hashtags. And, um, I kind of got into this app, like on the ground floor, sort of, I got, I was sort of beta testing it. Um, and I think I might've paid for it and got like some extra features or whatever when it was all said and done. But basically, you know, you open the app and you have, um, you can basically select like what's the style of your picture. So um, you click on a little box and it comes up with like all these like keywords kind of that 
you know, you could select like, you know, just depending on what your picture is. Is it a landscape? Is it a long exposure, a nature picture, um, you know, a still life, whatever. And you could select like two of these like keywords. Um, and then you could, if you wanted to, you could select like a location, you know, like majority of my pictures now I take in Ohio so I could select Ohio. Um, and then you could also select like what camera you took the picture with. So, you know, iPhone and then you hit generate and it'll generate up to 30, um, hashtags for you based on the criteria that you put in. So, you know, it would have, uh, hashtags related to, let's say my picture was a landscape picture. It's primarily what I shoot. It'll have these like landscape oriented hashtags and then some hashtags that are kind of more oriented towards Ohio and then some iPhone hashtags. I generally don't use those cause they're like way too generic, you know, iPhone only and uh, you know, yeah. shot on iPhone, that kind of stuff. Um, but then you can just basically copy and paste, um, you know, into uh, Instagram makes it quick and easy. And then certain hashtags that like I use all the time, like tiny shutter, you could actually save those. So it'll generate that particular hashtag every time, um, which is cool. So it saves me a lot of time. I like using it. And, um, you know, if for some reason there's, it's not giving me the hashtags that I want, there's another app that I use called HashMe, and that works a little bit differently where you can actually load the actual photo into it, and it'll, like, scan your photo and try to figure out what the picture is of and then suggest uh, hashtags based off what it thinks is in the picture. Every now and then I'll use that one, but generally I like focal mark. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And that's F O C A L. M A R K. You got it. Cool. Now, I can spell. Sorry. When I look at um in the chat, Warren asks, "Worth the upgrades? There are two tiers. I don't know if he's about focal mark or the uh, the other one you mean. I I think okay. it's focal. One's mark. unlimited, and one's just uh, like pro or something." Yeah, it looks like there's Focal Mark Unlocked and Focal Mark Unlimited, whether it's $0.99 cents or $2.99 US for in-app purchases. Um, I don't know. I, I, would, I, don't, I don't know what it says you get. I know that I paid for it. I don't remember how much I paid. Um, I think I paid for like that ability to be able to like save uh, particular hashtags that I knew I was going to use all the time. And I don't remember what the other features were, but I must've felt that it was worth it. I use it all the time. So I don't mind that I paid for it. It's not a subscription or anything. So it's yeah, definitely worth thing. it. Yeah. Is this the one that has like the O with two lines yeah. on either yep. side? Okay. Got it. Yep. It's a very basic, simple interface, but I think it works pretty good. Cool. Hmm, very yeah. good. I like that. All right. Uh, Greg, do you want to end out this uh, part sure. of the segment? Yeah. Okay. So, um, I'm going to echo Matt's comments on Halide. Uh, that is a, a camera app that I I could say I rely on it because uh, just the you know features that it has like um, focus peaking, I find that just invaluable when it comes to um, macro. So I put my my moment macro lens on my phone, and you know when you're trying to focus on a very specific part of say a flower that helps you get the shot sometimes the first time because the depth of field is so shallow when you're doing macro work like that 
and it's just it's just my go-to camera and i use it for just about all of my photos um because i find a lot of camera apps have just a wee bit of lag in them when you hit the the button to take the photo halide is instantaneous it is so fast as soon as you tap that button bang the picture is taken uh those guys have done a really good job at um um, making that, you know, giving it that speed, uh, you know, and it has, uh, some of the manual, um, uh, manual controls like shutter speed. And now I, I think they could do a little better job with white balance because they give you presets for the common things like sun, sunshine, cloudy day, shade, that type of thing. But I would really like to see them incorporate, um, the Kelvin scale, like manually slide through the scale so you can get, the exact color temperature that you want. Now, I'm gonna, I'm gonna send them an email and ask them to see if they could put that in because that's that's a feature that's um, that's missing in Halite. But um, other than uh, other than that, for Halite, I think you know that's uh, um, you know that's about it. I mean, it shoots raw, so that's fantastic. Has a timer in it. You know, it has a lot of the features that it that you want. Uh, even has a, a live histogram, that, that that sort of thing. So that is one one that I rely on for taking photos. Um, my my go to slash app that I rely on for editing is again. I said this last week, Lumabee. Um, it suits my editing style. Uh, I, I've got a lot of other apps on my phone that I could use for editing, but. I really rely on LumaBeef because, again, it's fast. It gets me through the process real quick, and um, uh, you know, it, it's it's uh, it, it does raw. It doesn't have everything that you'd want. Like Snapseed has a boatload of features in it, which is fantastic. But with um, with uh, LumaBee, again, for me, for my style, it really suits me. So I really like it. Now. Another app that I want to mention that that I really rely on, um, it, it's kind of a general app, but it's called If This Then That, and I rely on that to, as soon as I put a picture on Instagram with uh, a certain hashtag that I've selected, it automatically goes to Twitter and um, I think somewhere else, but I'm not sure. No, I think it's just Twitter. So as soon as I post to Instagram, I don't have to worry about posting again to, to go to Twitter. It, it's just automatically generated based on a hashtag. So it, it's kind of like workflows that that um, the app that Apple bought, and it's they're going to be making shortcuts in the iOS 12 with it. But it's it, you know it's a trigger. There's it, you make a trigger and it does certain things. So that's that's another app that I rely on because it saves me a lot of time at posting to other social media outlets. Um, how do you, how do you spell it's it? It's I F T T T. Oh, okay. Cause I found I T T T. Okay. I F T T. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's really handy with things like that. I mean, there's so many different things you can do with it. Um, but for, for photography, that's, I've got that set up so that as soon as it picks up, I think it's the Instagram or the, I think it's a hashtag shot on iPhone. Cause I want to put that on everything. Um, I think as soon as it sees that hashtag in an Instagram post, bang, it goes right to Twitter. And, and I, I get, you know, sometimes I get a good chunk of feedback on Twitter from pictures that I post, whether it's just a like or a comment or whatever, but, but, it, you know, just posting to Twitter is, you know, at least I know it's it's getting seen by people. So, so that's 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 a biggie. So, Greg, just real quick. So, if you you use a particular hashtag and then it knows to post to Twitter, yes, hmm. and you can make it any that's, hashtag you want. That's weird. Um, so, when when your post goes to Twitter. Like if I scrolled through Twitter, do I see your actual picture or do I just see a link to Instagram? 
I believe you see the actual picture. Let me just check here. Um, yeah, I'm about to say when I check you, when I see your post on uh, Twitter, Greg, it just looks like a picture. It's, it looks like a regular post. It doesn't look like a link to anything else. It actually has the photo in it. Yeah, yeah. First, so what it shows is doing it from Instagram, where it just gives you a link. It shows. Um, it shows my my comment or or my. Um, whatever I say about the picture and then it shows my hashtags, but then it only shows a few of those. And then it has the, if this, then that link. So I'm looking at, um, I think it was the last one I put on, you know, it shows the hashtag shot on iPhone, tiny shutter, artful IPC, things like that. And then it has, uh, I F T dot T T slash. And then, you know, about six or seven letters and numbers combined to make the link up. But then right below that is the actual picture. Gotcha. You, can just, you could just tap on the photo and look at the whole thing. So so that is the nice thing about um, if this, then that. I actually use it as well for posting uh, to Twitter from Instagram. Uh, and the, the reason I, I do it is because a lot of times if you, if you just uh, select uh, Twitter – in Instagram, like to cross post, yeah, uh, you basically just get like uh, I think you just get like your caption and a link, you yeah. know, to go it to Instagram. It doesn't actually show the picture, and um, you know, I, I don't think a lot of people when they're scrolling through Twitter, um, unless your caption is really compelling, they're probably not going to click the link. Right. Um, so, you know, obviously I want people to see the picture. Uh, so um, that's why I use if this, then that, because it shows the picture. Now I don't have it set up to where I need to use a particular hashtag. I just have it set up to where if I post to Instagram, then it's going to Twitter. Okay. There must be a different recipe then yes probably yeah yeah but yeah that's that's the idea of it though is it's just to save a lot of time for one. Oh and, yeah you know, that, that's, that's why they call it if this and that so if if i hashtag it with this then that happens it goes to twitter in the in this case yep good app good app for sure yep very cool all right. Uh, any other apps, or are we? That, that, that was all the apps. I think we covered them all. Hmm. All yeah. the apps, yeah. That was every yeah, app all, in the app store. All five hundred. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool. All right. Um, we're gonna move on and date. No, let's see here. No, no, Greg, you have a beef. Uh, something that you wanted to bring up, <laughs> bring it up. Yeah. Okay. So the folks at moment, um, I love what they do. I, I love the lenses that they make. I have two of them. I have another one on the way with the, uh, the anamorphic, uh, lens for shooting video. It's, um, I think it's in production should be here. I'm thinking sometime either later this month or next month, uh, according to their Kickstarter campaign. And, they, they, they've always had a, a camera app that kind of goes with their lenses. And I asked them one time what, you know, what was their camera app? Did, did it do anything uh, in the file, like in the photos to, you know, other than tag like in the, in the uh, metadata what the lens is? Well, no, that's all it does is it just it, it puts the, the lens that you're using it puts that in the metadata of the photo. So, okay, that's fine. Well, now they've brought out, um, they call it Moment 3.0, a new camera app. And they're touting this thing as a pro app. Well, I'm sorry, guys, for a moment, but this is not a pro app, in my opinion. It's a manual app. It gives you manual control over the shutter speed, over the ISO, over the white balance, um, it's no better than a lot of other apps out there. There's, there's so many manual camera apps out there. And I think it just boils down to your personal preference as to which one you want to use or, or you have as a favorite. Um, 
Is there such thing as a pro Well, app? you know what? There's some that are um, like ProCam 5, I think there's it's one called it. There's, there's some out there that have a lot of features. Um, Basically, if it says pro in the name, it's a pro app. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. Yeah. Uh, you know, what qualifies it as a pro, as a pro app? That's what I'd like to know. In, in any of these apps. Like they're camera apps, right? I mean, you've got. Um, I'm just gonna. Okay, there's Pro HDRX. I mean, there's, there's. Um, a lot of times, Pro just means you paid for it. It's not a freebie. Uh, Pro camera, right. Pro camera. Uh, it's loaded with features. I don't know. I guess maybe they think that people can use these uh, in place of the native app to. Um, you know, to to have a bit of photography business with, I don't know, but I can honestly say that, in my own opinion, the new Moment camera app really like it's kind of easy to use. That's fine. It's well made, but they say they claim that it was um, made your photos crisper, sharper, and cleaner. I think was the third term that they used, and I took. Uh, I took some photos with the new Moment camera app and Halide, and there wasn't any difference. The quality and the color and everything else was identical. I work with color for a living. I've been working with color for 30 years, (laughs) more than that. And uh, so I think I could pretty well see color. There was no difference in these. Um, I mean, unless you shifted with the uh, the the white balance, that that would be the only time that w- that it would differ. So these guys are, you know, they're putting YouTube videos out, and they 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 went and um, met up with with a I don't know if he's a pro photographer or what he was, but um, they were showing him this app for the first time, and he you know he was raving about the fact that you can change the shutter speed. Well, I'm sorry, but this has been around for years. You know, (laughs) so I guess if I was Peter Griffin, I'd say that's what grinds my gears is the fact (laughs) that they're they're trying to call this thing a pro camera app. Um, You know, it's like it's it sets itself apart from everything. But I'm sorry, I'll take Halide over over the moment app any day. So that's that's my two cents. All right. All right. So uh, moment. If all right, make sure I get it right. Okay, so Moment Moment Pro Camera is free, has in-app purchases. Now it's it's free to up to upgrade to it if you've already had the Moment app. But if you've never had it before, then it's free. But then you have to you have oh, to pay for some of the features. Two ninety nine to to unlock Pro. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, no, they, you know, instead of to unlock Pro, they should say two ninety nine for other features. Yeah, to 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 just get the manual features. Interesting. But I mean, I, I love the company. I do. I, I I use their lenses, and I think they're they're great. Um, and and they make some pretty good products. But I just, you know, it just kind of rubbed me the wrong way when they're trying to tout this as a pro app. Um, you know, it's something that sets it apart from. That's just that's just the vibe I got. I mean, if I'm wrong, fine, right. I'll, I'll I'll take it on the chin. But um, just the way their you know their YouTube channel, go to their YouTube channel and and look at their latest video about how they're talking about this pro app and all this stuff. And there's a there's another video where there's a a young lady that goes through all the different um, m- manual features of it, and like I say, it it's this stuff that's been around for I'm gonna say years because it's probably been two or three years since they've brought out manual controls in these things, and it's just nothing new. But they're they, they're kind of kind of promoting it like it's something that's the first time that that it's ever been around. So I don't know. Like yeah, I said, it's, I, it's just my beef. 
I I agree with you completely. And I think the the thing that like kind of made me the upset about it really was the fact that, you know, they sent out these emails ahead of time of um, you know, to yeah. get you kind of all jazzed about, you know, this app coming out and um you know that's, I'm thinking like oh yeah, you know, I'm like, oh man, I can't wait to see, you know, what they're coming out with. This is going to be awesome, you know, because their lenses are so great. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I just thought like, oh man, they must have thought of like, you know, some cool new thing or whatever. And then the app comes out and I honestly couldn't even tell what was different about it from the previous <laughs> version. <laughs> oh, that's pretty sad, isn't it? Uh, like, like if, the, the, if, the, if on, anybody man. for a moment ever hears me go on about this again, I love the company. I love what you guys do, but I just don't think that the way you're promoting this app is, is, is right. Yeah, so. it's, it's not. So I think we're both saying it's not a bad app, right? Oh it yeah. Just doesn't really live up to the hype. Yes, that is correct. Yeah. If you want a good manual camera app, I mean, by all means, it's it's pretty good. It's pretty good for a manual camera app, but it's just not a not a pro app. No, no, you could, and you know what? Here, this is what makes it not a pro app. It doesn't have focus peaking, right? That is correct. Right? How do you, how do you have manual focus and not have focus peaking? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Come on, moment. You're better than that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and that's funny. When, well, when I, I I beta tested okay, it good. as well, and when when they wanted some feedback, the feedback that I gave them was in their in their white balance slider. It would have been nice to have, you know, um, like maybe a, a a point of reference for say daylight, a point of reference for cloudy different you know the usual suspects right as far as white balance goes but it's just a slider from one end to the other i mean it's good that you can choose your color your color balance that way but it would be nice if you had like a lot of people want to say okay i want daylight balance but they don't have that in there there's there's no indicator saying that that's what that color temperature is so 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 it's just a temperature range just the temperature range that's it yep Mm. It's like it's like halide. Halide has the specific points, but nothing else in between. So if you could just mix those two together, that would be the the perfect um, white balance tool, in my opinion. Well, if you're using the Moment app, you just got to like take a picture, and then if you're adjusting white balance, go to the hardware store and look at a box of light bulbs to figure out what's uh, light. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah that's a hard way but yeah i didn't say it was practical just <laughs> <laughs> oh very cool all right well cool i i think this was fun i i'm curious to see what uh, our listeners use so we may have to put up a post for the most used what do we say apps that you rely on most yeah the apps that you rely on and uh and see where see what our listeners are doing so very cool all right i think it's time for us to move into post pick of the week if it works here we go All right. Um, uh, so our current weekly photo challenge is clouds, and I'm, I'm going to need some help from the audience. We need you guys to participate. Um, we're having some trouble. I think what, what's the count for the uh, current comments on our uh, weekly we are photo up challenge to 100 now? And I'm refreshing now. Oh, yeah, it has not changed. 197. Oh, is that only, only 197? Uh, is that all? Only. 
Come on, people. Uh, no, that's great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, that's uh that's great. That's a lot of uh a lot of participation. Um so it's cloud, so continue to uh to submit your images there. I feel sorry for the person who has to choose one, uh, because I'm not gonna be here next week. <laughs> or we can extend it another week and see how many we actually get. No, just <laughs> okay, then you can pick um, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh but uh this week we get to go to the well, which is our Instagram hashtag tiny shutter and it is my turn. So uh, I was looking through and a lot of, you know, a lot of images are in there. There uh, I absolutely love. And, and then this one that popped up in front of my eyes, I said, Oh, that's a good one. And it was done by deep blue shadows. And uh, it, it's a tree during golden hour. And it looks like if I can, I don't think he says what time of day it is, but I would have to look at it and say evening. And uh, it's a pretty gnarly tree. And I think this is in Hampshire, uh, Burley, and it's the UK, correct? Is that UK? Probably. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's a it's a tree with uh, a, a a golden glow on it. the 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 landscape is uh, is golden. The sky is a little bit blue in in certain areas, but uh, I just I just love it. You know, golden hour is a is a great way to have people you know focus on your image because the the rich warm tones uh are are inviting where or if it's blue or like it just it feels cold you know that's another way of getting people to look but the the warmth is what attracted me so what are your thoughts matt um let me uh pull it up here again i lost lost my place there we go um yeah i definitely like the way the light is is hitting this tree. Um, there's definitely a lot of texture and, um, you know, just some good shadows and highlights and everything. Um, but there's not a, you know, not any like crazy blown out highlights. So it's pretty good balanced picture. I definitely like the, um, complement between the blue sky and the warm tones of the ground and the, in the the color on the tree trunk and everything the only thing that i wish is that the bottom of the tree trunk wasn't cut off and that could just be an instagram thing oh yeah you know sometimes you can't get the yeah. whole image in but um and then also the horizon straight yeah 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 i yeah i agree uh, what are your thoughts? Greg? Yeah, I agree with Matt. Um, you know, the warm tones are really nice. Um, just, I don't even, I don't know what kind of tree this is, but I, I like the way the branches are all windy and almost vine-like in nature. Um, uh, but again, you know, I really have a problem with the the horizon line being just slightly tilted like that, but. Uh, and I don't think that's the way it is because the tree looks a little on a slant too. So. Um, but yeah, the, the warm tones with the, with the blue sky, uh, it almost looks like he may have, um, warmed it up a little bit with a temperature slider, just judging by the, the color of the blue sky. But if it, you know, if it wasn't, then, you know, it's a, it's a nice warm scene. I would probably say sunset, but again, it's hard to tell. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it's just a nice warm looking image, um. Nice, nice shadows hitting the branches from the other branches throughout the tree, which kind of makes it interesting. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's a it's a good image. Hmm. Yeah, really, I'm not really, especially when you're last person in line. Not really that much to add, to be honest. It it just looks like one of those places that you could really just kind of sit down underneath the tree and just kind of relax. I agree. 
Well, congratulations, Nick. You are our post pick of the week winner. If you would like to uh, participate in and be chosen as the post pick of the week, you have two options. Go to our Facebook group and look for our weekly photo challenge. And uh, also by going to Instagram and using the hashtag tiny shutter. And uh, like I said, in the, in the off week that we don't choose from our weekly photo challenge, we go to to Instagram and choose from the, um, from the hashtag tiny shutter, where I think we have over 42,000 images that have been tagged with tiny shutter. Very cool. All right, gentlemen, I think we have ourselves a show. Uh, is there anything that I've left out? No, I, I don't think one, so. No, just one quick thing about the group is that we did pass a uh, a milestone uh, just recently with one thousand nine hundred and one members now, Woo-hoo. with eleven new members this week. So yeah, it just. The, the growth of the community, the overall positiveness of it is just amazing. Very cool. That's exciting to see. Oh, well, All right. We, play we this. came, we saw, we kicked it there. All right. Uh, let's go around the room and uh, tell everybody where they can find you. Let's start with you, Matt. All right. You could uh, check me out on Instagram. I am Twitter and the artful iPhone, I photography community at M Hoffman photo. Excellent. Greg. Okay. You can find me on Instagram at McMillan photo on Twitter, McMillan underscore photo on day flash, just McMillan and on Vero and the artful I photography community as just my name, Greg McMillan. Excellent. You can find Dave. me on Twitter and Instagram as ProfPod, and the group is Dave Podner. And this week, you can find me actually on the Wrestling Mayhem show, main show they came out with on Tuesday night, where uh, they very, ah. very nicely mentioned the Tiny Shutter podcast multiple times over the hour and 40-minute show that I was on. Sweet. So ex- expanding the reach out. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Joseph Ferreira. You can find links to our uh, show notes, to our uh, Facebook group, our YouTube channel, our Patreon, uh, and and any other things that we may have by going to tinyshutter.com. All right. Well, uh, I will uh, miss you guys this next week when I'm out on the road and uh, sweltering in the Missouri heat. Uh, I will be thinking of you guys, but, uh, uh, I look forward to, uh, next, next week's show and, uh, being back the following week to have some more fun. On and the we'll be thinking show. of you when so. everything goes to pieces. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, nah, you, you guys, you guys are doing pretty good. I, I, I enjoyed your guys' show last week, so you guys are doing pretty good. All right, gentlemen, why don't you say good night to everybody? Good night, everybody. Good night. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, head over to iTunes and leave us a review and a five-star rating. See you next week. Everything's perfectly all right now. We're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? Kowalski, what's our trajectory? 95% certain this will end in massive, (laughs) flaming disaster. And the other 5%? Irrelevant, sir. Your behavior is completely inappropriate. Barely.